Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey now. Hey now. And welcome back to the show where two childhood friends discuss their favourite childhood movies. I'm Emily Sandford. And I'm Barney Lee. And whether it's iconic lines, musical moments, or just questionable outfit choices, the films we'll be discussing on our show are unique in their own way. And this week, we'll be discussing Wild Child. Warning, this episode contains nostalgia and big love for Malibu moments. Who are we? I am obsessed with this film. Did you ever do the Malibu moments, like, out with your friends? Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Definitely before we went to the cinema or shopping, it would be like, who are we? You're 15 and your mum dropped you off at the shopping centre. That's who you are. Exactly. You have £20 in your life savings. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Wild Child. Rewatching this was an absolute joy and I felt instantly thrown back to 2008. What a good year. This is such a insight into British childhood, Yeah, I feel like. And so many of these films around this time were like American high schools and it's like the jocks versus the plastics and whatever. And like, this is so refreshing because it wasn't like the popular hot girls. It was, oh, they're like super posh British girls. And the way they looked, I felt was quite authentic to how girls looked at the time. They weren't Hollywoodified. Yeah. Is that a word? Yes, they weren't very <laughs> LA. So for anyone who needs a, a bit of a refresher, Wild Child features Emma Roberts. She plays this character called Poppy. She's from Malibu. She's shipped off to a strict English boarding school by her father. And the whole film is her trying to devise a plan to get expelled so she can get back to her old life. So... This film was directed by Nick Moore. Yes, and I had a little look at his filmography. He hasn't directed a lot of films. Wild Child was his first in 2008, followed up in 2011 with Horrid Henry the movie, and in 2014, Pudsey the movie. Oh. Is that the dog? The Britain's Got Talent dog? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. So not, not the best, but this guy Nick is also a really accomplished film editor, and he's edited on Love Actually and all these amazing films. So His name is Nick Moore. Poppy's surname in the film is Poppy Moore. Oh, <gasps> bit egotistical. Egotistical, yeah. <laughs> hmm. oh. All right, Nick. <laughs> um, the film was released August 2008. It grossed over $2 million in the UK, which is great. You know, this film 
was supposed to be released in cinemas in America the following summer, and they cancelled it and just chose to release it direct to DVD. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think this is like such a grounding in like UK culture, culture, but not maybe not so much in America. So American listeners, please DM us on Hey Now Hey Now on Instagram. We'd love to know if this film actually reached you in 2008, 2009. Definitely. So the person who wrote Wild Child was Lucy Dahl. Roald Dahl's granddaughter. No way! Yeah. That's amazing. Didn't Sophie Dahl marry Jamie Cullum? She did. And it was really fun because she was really tall and he was quite short and it was just like a fun visual pairing. Oh yeah, but he's rich and plays the piano. Yeah, well, she's winning. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So do you want to tell us a bit about the cast and where they are now? Yes, absolutely. So Emma Roberts, she plays the main character, Poppy Moore. You would have seen her in We're the Millers and the wannabe sorority queen in Scream Queens. She was also in four seasons of American Horror Story. She dated Evan Peters from American Horror Story and even got engaged, but it didn't work out. And now she's recently had her first baby with her fit new boyfriend, actor Garrett Hedlund. So the baby is called Rhodes Robert Hedlund. Cute. Is it Rhodes? As in like Grease Road? Yeah. Oh, You cute. love Rhodes. I love... Been once for like oh. three days. I love Rhodes. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Greece is gorgeous. <laughs> Greece tourist board, if you're listening. I'm sure they just have it on in the background in the office. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, the baby was born on December the 27th, 2020. Mm. And the little fact I like about Emma Roberts is that she's the niece of Julia Roberts. Yes. Now, Natasha Richardson, she was in this film. It was her last ever appearance as an actress before she tragically died in 2009. So sad. So sad. Our listeners will know her as the mum in The Parent trap elizabeth james amazing she is my favorite british actress i'd say along with kate winslet mm-hmm. and emma thompson i yeah. like emma thompson yeah no she's amazing so she plays mrs kingsley the nicest headmistress i have ever come across honestly so lovely so understanding beautiful and obviously good genes because her son freddie oh hubba, hubba. oh freddie fredster <laughs> <laughs> We can talk about him now. Alex Pettifer. Great. He was my teenage crush, that is for sure. Yeah. I actually knew him from Stormbreaker. <laughs> that sweepy blonde fringe. He was yeah. very like surfery vibes, which I was <laughs> incredibly into. <laughs> I love surfer boys and I'm really like, sorry. Like, oh, okay. Never been to the ocean. <laughs> oh yeah, man. What's the totally. show? <laughs> wiki, wiki. Is that what Sam said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's definitely toned it down from his hot boy days. He's now starring in kind of like indie thrillers and, and biography films. He's dated a bunch of hot models. He actually dated Emma Roberts after filming Wild Child. For quite a few months and then obviously it ended. And there's a really funny fact. He got Emma's name tattooed on his ring finger. <gasps> no. Her full name? Yeah. According to IMDb. <laughs> well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. But then they only dated for a few months. It's like... That's a, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Having said that, Emma's just had a baby and now Alex has just announced on Instagram to his one million followers that his German model girlfriend, mm. Tony, 
is expecting a baby. So his life is pretty in sync with Emma's then. Yeah. Let's quickly run through a couple of the other actresses from Wild Child. We had Georgia King as Harriet Bentley, the head girl of Abbey Mount and the mean girl of the school. And we hate her. We do hate her. She starred in a number of adapted period dramas like Jane Eyre and Little Dorrit. She was in the American sitcom The New Normal as well and I actually liked that and then got cancelled but it was funny to kind of see her pop up um Kimberly Nixon was Kate Poppy's roommate yeah uh 2008 was a bit of a year for Kimberly she was not only an incredible student at Abbey Mount but she got to (laughs) snog Aaron Taylor Johnson what in Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging she played Laggy Lindsay oh just incredible she also went on to play foul mouth and irresponsible josie in fresh meat okay so uh yeah she's done well also it's probably just worth flagging that shirley henderson stars as the amazing scottish matron in wild child she has some really great one-liners as well there's a really nice scene in the film where poppy makes some reference to being in hogwarts and then the next scene it's a close-up of matron's face and obviously Shirley Henderson played Moaning Myrtle in the Harry Potter film. So it was like a nice little like nod to the series. Very nice. I love little synchronicities like that. Yeah. And Um, Shirley Henderson's just kind of iconic, isn't she? So another person I want to talk about is Juno Temple. She played Drippy, our favourite character. I've just got to throw that in now. She's lovely. This is like recent stuff. She's actually currently recording the second season of Ted Lasso. And she's also just worked on a new drama, which you can watch on Apple TV with Justin Timberlake called Palmer. Like Parmesan? No, just like Palmer. But it's not about Parmesan. No, it's spelled P-A-L-M-E-R. I'm not watching it then. (laughs) It's not about Italian cheese. <laughs> That's great. She's yeah. done She's done so well. And she gets to have sex with Justin Timberlake. Wow, good for her. Poor Jessica Biel, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, we no. don't like... I don't like Justin Timberlake after everything he's done to Britney. I don't know if you caught the Britney documentary. So this might turn into a free Britney podcast. Um, I just want to say she does not run her own Instagram. So when you see captions that are like, I didn't watch the full documentary, but the parts I did see, I felt really embarrassed by. Don't believe any captions you read on Britney's Instagram because it is not her writing. She's not allowed to have a phone. So it's not her typing. What? Tune in next week to our new podcast, Free Britney with Barney and Emily. Yeah. Can we get that guy from YouTube who did leave Britney alone? Yes. Okay, so now we're doing best supporting character. Want to start off by just saying, Mrs. Kingsley, what a babe. Oh my gosh, she deserves all the awards. Definitely has a crush on Poppy's dad. Oh my gosh, I thought they were going to get together. Yeah, but then how could his daughter and her son get together then? That would be weird. a bit, yeah. The second person I want to just quickly touch upon is Mr. Nellis, Roger. (laughs) He is the... (laughs) He's the French teacher. Yes. Very funny, very cute, awkward, and also has a crush on the PE teacher. Yes, and I have things to say about the PE teacher. There have been a few lesbian undertones, shall we say, with some of her dialogue, even though it's very clear that the love interest is, you know, the French teacher and the PE teacher. There's a couple of things she's, like, brought up. A lot of this film is is running on stereotypes, but, um, yes, a little bit confusing. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but he's really cute and bless him it's so funny when they're sitting in the classroom 
and Poppy makes up that CD and puts it in. They all start repeating like, oh, I can't remember what they repeat. Well, I was going to ask you. So I watched the film with subtitles and when that scene happened, the subtitles didn't translate what they were saying. So I was seeing Mr. Nellis like react and be like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like, don't listen, don't listen. But I had no idea what they were saying. I think if I watched the film without having regular subtitles on, then the English translation would have come up. But I missed that. So I kind of missed a joke. Oh. So do you remember kind of vaguely what they were were repeating? No, because (laughs) I borrow my cousin's Netflix (gasps) and she lives in Norway. So the subtitles on it are in Norwegian. Oh. I feel like we need a rewatch now without yeah. subtitles. <laughs> Poor Monsieur. Bless him. Anyway, the next character that I really wanted to discuss was um, the character played by Nick Frost, um, who plays Mr. Christopher, who's the village hairdresser. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was not expecting him to pop up in this film. No. He did it so well. He's got a bit of a French moustache, you know? He does, but then it was like a rich Scottish accent, right? Yeah, my Scottish accent is terrible, but he does say a few funny things, which is like, I want a back wax and a night with Michael Bublé. <laughs> Sorry, Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't always get what we want. And then there's another moment where he's like, I'd like a night on Fireman Island. <laughs> it's like very funny gay man i'm into it is this a real island and i'm an island yeah who hotties only (laughs) (laughs) that was a really good scottish accent by the way yeah i was impressed oh um i want to give a shout out to drippy i think she had some of the best lines in this film i felt bad for her but she was just kind of like unapologetically herself you know the botched eyebrow dye situation sneaking off to raid the fridges in the middle of the night and also just her complete inability to handle her drink let's be honest drippy's basically us in our teenage years to be honest yeah she slept in kate's sick (laughs) that wasn't mine it was kate's like so so cute oh you just know that like in five years time drippy would have the glow up you know what i mean she has like the frizzy hair now. Yeah. You know, when Facebook sends you those memories from 10 years ago, and you're like, oh my God, untag, untag. <laughs> Do not even see the, that hair. Bless her. I know. But we all went through something like that. Right? Definitely. Drippy, AKA Jennifer. That was her real name. Yeah. Apparently. You are amazing. And in most iconic quotes, I've got a lot to say about you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know how she got the nickname Drippy. Dripping that ice cream from the freezer <laughs> to the to wherever she's going. So unhygienic. Yeah. Uh, okay, for me, I have a best supporting character and she's so amazing <laughs> that she doesn't even have a credit in the titles. She doesn't have a name. Okay. So she's the small ginger first year student that's always kind of hanging around Harriet and helping her with her like schemes because she has this complete character arc of like being terrified of her and doing whatever she says to then seeing they're like no I don't want to be Harriet's minion yeah and then she gets her own revenge the first scene she appears Harriet storms into her dorm and the little ginger girl is there doing chores or whatever (laughs) yeah and Harriet's like you may depart but I still have to turn down your bed and then Harriet's like get out and the girl's like like squeak it's so funny and then later she's dyeing harriet's costume clothes and coffee and then she unknowingly pours it out onto poppy's head out the window 
And then at the end, when they get their own back on Harriet, Harriet's packing up her car after she's been expelled. And Harriet's two other friends pop their heads out the window and go, Harriet, we think you forgot this. And holds up the two pheasants that (gasps) she caught. And they hold their pheasants out the window. And then the little ginger girl pops her head out too. And she goes, me think so too. And then they (laughs) drop the pheasants down on Harriet. And she goes, Yes, she is best supporting character. She's a legend. And we don't know her name. Let's give her one now. Penelope Pheasantry. (laughs) Penelope Pheasantry. That sounds like a Bridgerton character. It does. Mainly because there's someone called Penelope. (laughs) Bridgerton. R.I.P. Why did they get rid of the main character? Show respect (laughs) to the show that made you. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I don't know, like, know much about his career before Bridgerton, but I feel like this kind of really brought him to the limelight. Like, he hosted Saturday Night Live um, a few months ago. So, like, it's obviously elevated his profile so much. Hey, respect. Yeah. Eh, I guess that just means that there's one more spot for Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Lady Bridgerton would like to know why Penelope Pheasantry is wearing a coffee stained dress. <laughs> Me thinks it's fashion. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So next up, let's talk about most iconic outfits. And I think we just need to address... 
how accurate <laughs> the wardrobe was for the time that they filmed it in. I thought that everything they were wearing was really nice. It's only now when I look back in 2021, I'm like, oh, <laughs> we wore that? We got it so wrong. I mean, your sister posted something actually on Instagram the other day and it was like a group shot of her and her besties and they were wearing like long tank tops over their skirt with like a belt over the top, like (laughs) not helping with anything. It's just like you had the thick wide belt. And yes, that was like peak fashion. And this film does it so, so well. I definitely had that outfit as well. (laughs) Something I couldn't help but notice was in the scene where Poppy is first playing lacrosse Mm -hmm. and she's got like the pink dice hair tie. Yes. Oh my God, you are not a millennial if you didn't own cube (laughs) hair ties. (laughs) They were my life. (laughs) They were so good. So pretty. And it's like, oh, you know, playing Monopoly. Oh no, we've lost the dice. Don't worry, guys, I got you. (laughs) Something that really was quite shocking to me was when the girls went into town and they had all that fun in the cancer research charity shops. Yeah. Going in, you, they, they I, I think I saw like turquoise cardigans, combat trousers, like a blue blazer and like a bad leather jacket as well. And then when they go and try and find outfits for the socials, it only got worse. Yeah, fluffy blue tiaras and like quality street, but make it fashion, <laughs> you know? <laughs> It was very mismatched. The only saving grace was, and this might be controversial, but I think Poppy's yellow knitted dog jumper. If you found that in Beyond Retro, you would easily pay like 40, 50 pounds for that. Exactly. And they were all like, nice jumper, found it in Lost Property. Okay, I'll keep this and sell it on Depop. (laughs) (laughs) Bye bye me. Thanks, Hazard. Hilarious. Crazy. There's that fashion montage in the shop where they're like customizing the clothes. First of all, don't do that in a charity shop before you've paid for it. Like, you can't, like, rip off a layer off the skirt. Like, wait, what? Pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> and the customizations did not look any better, I felt. No. Obviously, they had, like, the social. The girls show us their outfits when they're, like, walking down the stairs. Yeah. And this was, like, a movie-themed Team magic. Yeah, Mr. Nellis. He did a James Bond reference. So he'd gone as Mr. Bond. Yeah. Harriet, shout out again to her coffee-stained <laughs> Mrs. Darcy outfit. Yeah, that's a stank. <laughs> <laughs> you are a latte to go. <laughs> um... Yes, that's our social media clip right there. (laughs) But there was a guy in a corn on the cob costume, like literally lurking behind Harriet or Drippy talking to a guy. What film is that from? What film is there a talking corn on the cob? And is it on Netflix? that sounds great i don't know also was um the p teacher supposed to be sporty spice i think so got it she just reused all of her uniform and just yeah but i think the most iconic outfit has to be when poppy turns up at abbey mount Mm -hmm. and she's got her very half up half down bleach blonde hair Mm mm-hmm She's got her Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, and it was the cu- the one with the coloured logo as well. Oh. oh, that was very of a time. Yes. She's wearing those white oversized sunglasses, which are from H&M because I had those sunglasses, but in brown. <laughs> All right, Willy Wonka. <laughs> Johnny Depp wants his glasses back. No, he can't. <laughs> 
I love them. And then she's also got like the white blazer with like the blue... Kind of like China pattern. Yeah, floral print. Yeah. And I don't want to risk sounding like her horrible friend Ruby, but like she looks like a porcelain plate, <laughs> you know? <laughs> she also had pink flared skinny jeans, which sounds like such a contradiction. How can they be flared and skinny at the same time? But it happened. Uh-huh. She had like a black button vest top. She had a pink skinny scarf that was wrapped uh, around her neck. She also had a red snakeskin handbag on her other shoulder oh. as well. And all that lovely chunky jewellery as well. It was um, peak 2008 fashion. Yeah. And I definitely thought when I watched that, like, oh my God, I want to look like her. Yeah. Isn't that just like wild? Child. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, you're right. Like they were really, really fashionable. And even when she first wears her school uniform, she customises it completely to kind of make it seem fashion. She cuts her blazer so it's cropped just like by her waist, gray knee-high school socks. She's wearing like patent leather heels. Yes, they look like the Carvellas I bought for prom. Oh. Yeah. That was probably the most expensive. They were probably like £35, but like... (laughs) expensive at the time yes she had like jimmy chews and like manolos yeah amazing like legendary yeah yeah should we quickly talk about the school uniforms in the film uh because i think again like i was saying before like the uniforms are not like hollywood uniforms these look like very traditional english boarding school uniforms like has to be below the knee like blazers on throughout the day i love when poppy customized hers to make it Malibu fashion. Yeah. And she like cut her blazer. So it was kind of cropped just at her waist. She had grey knee length socks. Black patent leather heels. Poppy's outfit there would be like. Oh my god I'm going to take a bit of inspo. And do that as well when I'm at school. Yeah. You know not the regulation skirt. <laughs> not the <laughs> no jewellery allowed. But honey I'm going to do it. Like <laughs> as soon as like when I'm walking to school. And leaving school. I'm going to be accessorising. <laughs> So next up, let's talk about best musical moment. And I think at the beginning of the film, we are immediately served with a 2008 banger, Shut Up and Drive. Oh my God, shut up and drive. Rihanna, come back to music. We're waiting. I know. We miss you. (laughs) Most of the iconic musical moments that are in this film are in the scene when they have the social oh that social (laughs) so when the girls reveal their outfits and (laughs) they have that kind of almost like choreographed walk down the steps i'm into it and there's a bit of a montage scene too because before they do that they're like getting ready and getting a bit drunk and they walk down the stairs to i want to say her name right ida core and Fede Legrand, it's the let me think about it. And you all know the one, it's the let me think about it. <laughs> you say I'm crazy. Also, like, that is the wrong lyrics, but <laughs> what a great song. Clearly left an impression on you. Yeah, it did. I mean, it's actually like a real mood. Yeah, I mean, if I ever need a song to walk down the stairs in a choreographed fashion, that's the one I'm going to play. Definitely. It was wild. They like did the kind of like staggered V. You know how like when birds fly south for the winter, it was kind of like that with Poppy in the front. And they were like pose and go down the stairs. Meanwhile, no one's looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> 
They're all in another room. <laughs> They're just hyping themselves up because the boys' school is there. Yeah. Great. We've also got Sugar Babes, About yeah. You Now. Yes, when they were in the charity shop, that, that fashion montage was put to About You Now. And, you know, I'm going to deduct points because it wasn't the classic Sugar Babes lineup. You know, Mutya, Keisha and Heidi. It's Amel. But it's still great. I had the CD of it, yeah. I remember that. I could never keep up with Sugar Babes. Like, I was a loyal fan, but the band changed up every time. Yeah, and it got to a point where there were no original members of the Sugar Babes. Have you ever got, like, a spot on the top of your lip and be like, oh, great, I look like much? <laughs> <laughs> you know how... Piercings. I know, I know. I hate those piercings. Sorry if you have one of those piercings. <laughs> we also had Angels by Robbie Williams. That is a Sing Star classic. Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm. My mum's probably all time favourite song. Before we say best musical moment, going back to their dance, they play Nelly Furtado, Say It Right. Yes. Which is such a good song. She's slow dancing with Freddie. Yeah. And then Harriet's like... <sighs> Getting really annoyed in her Mrs. Darcy out. <laughs> and then she thinks she's gonna like ruin their slow dance yeah. by playing another song. Yeah. But honey, she chose the wrong song. <laughs> or the right the, but, song. But I mean the right song for us, but like, yeah. the, you know, did herself no favors because yeah. then we were served the absolute best musical moment of that film, which is. Eve Tambourine. Take your tambourine and go and get yourself a whistle and... <laughs> That's it. That was pitch perfect. Thank you. Thank you. She slut drops up the social in front of all the boys and all the, all the girls and the teachers. And the gym teacher, I'm sorry, she's living for it. She's like, go girlfriend, you look wicked. <laughs> okay. I don't think it's your place, but okay. <laughs> A hype girl. Yes. Like, no. Anyway, but that moment is just like, yes. Like, always wanted a moment like that. She was doing the most and people were loving it. Exactly. That really got Alex Pettifer's attention. Yeah. And was probably the reason they started dating. It's a good song to play at the gym, actually. I think that could really, like, make me burn some extra calories in the treadmill. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. Could you imagine a wild child dance class at the gym and the soundtrack was just uh, Nelly Furtado, Girls Aloud, Will I Am. I thought you were going to say, could you imagine a wild child themed birthday? And I was like, oh. uh, yes. It's How called Emily's that? next birthday. <laughs> I think so. Check your tambourine. I'm going to get you a tambourine for your birthday. Yeah. I hope you know that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Okay, so now we're going to do most iconic quotes. In the first scene, we are served some absolute gold. Welcome to Malibu, biatch! (laughs) I'm obsessed with the word biatch, and I want to bring it back. Oh my God, I was just thinking, like, biatch is is kind of fallen out. Let's reel it back in. (laughs) Biatch. Biatch. She also goes, the first confrontation between Harriet and Poppy, and Harriet goes, Salve, puella novella. Harriet. Head girl, and then she puts her hand out for Poppy to shake, but she doesn't. And she goes, You shake the hand of the head girl out of respect. And then Poppy goes, When the head girl earns my respect, then I'll shake her hand. Biatch. Yes. <laughs> oh, and then the icing on the cake, Harriet spins on her heels to walk her out. And then on the way, the pheasants that she's got <laughs> hanging over her shoulders slap Poppy in the face. 
I mean, could you imagine being slapped in the face with dead birds? Like, literally, welcome to England. <laughs> Poppy was not excited about going to England. And when she is with Ruby, kind of like packing her stuff yeah. and has like given Ruby her Jimmy Choo's. What a great friend. Um, she's like, oh, in England, it rains 200 days of the year. Yeah, our prime minister is also potato. Like, <laughs> there is some really bad things about our country. <laughs> yeah, there's things worse than the rain. When Poppy meets... Uh, Mrs. Kingsley for the first time and she like rolls down the window in her car and Mrs. Kingsley is like "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh she waves her finger lesson number one Poppy to me negotiation is like a nightclub not something I intend to enter I love it. She has got so many good lines like that. Another one, which is when Poppy's been bad and she just storms into Miss Kingsley's office and she doesn't knock. And Miss Kingsley's like, um, go back out and knock. You have to knock before yeah. you get into my office. And she just goes, Jesus Christ. And Miss Kingsley goes, oh dear, we were believed he had a beard and sandals. Now we'll have to change the stained glass window in the school's chapel. <laughs> Actually, on the note of Jesus, there's another reference when the girls are in the dorm. And I think it's Drippy that says, key information, if it's the wagon wheel versus the Rolex, the wagon wheel is going to trounce it every time. And Poppy's like, what's a wagon wheel? And and Drippy goes, hey, Zoo Christy, you have not lived. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that quote. Ew, that's carbs and sugar. What a revelation. I had no idea. <laughs> I do love a wagon wheel. Oh, honey, we'll talk about that. Can we discuss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these girls between them have some of the most incredible dialogue. Like, can I just reel off a few oh. that have been living in my head rent free? <laughs> Poppy's like, no signal? How am I going to call my therapist? And the girls will like scoff. Sorry, mental health is real. <laughs> Why are you... Sorry, this girl has had a traumatic past. She's just been... Shipped off across the other side of the world. Her mum tragically died when Poppy was a young age. The girls are like scoffing like, oh, sorry. I need to get in touch with my my bereavement counsellor. Yeah, Poppy is, is kind of cutting. I'll be honest, like, I can't fully sympathise with her in the beginning of the film. Or like when she starts Abby Mount because she's not very nice. Like she is a bit of a grade one a-hole with an attitude no problem. <laughs> you know, like she calls everyone else. Um, and she she says to Kate, she's like, I choose my friends and FYI, you don't make the cut. And then Kate's like, and I'm sure that comment would sting a lot more if I knew what FYI means. <laughs> and she also has that when she first meets Matron and calls her the help. The Matron's like, no Mufti for a week. And obviously, <laughs> Poppy has never heard the word Mufti before. And she goes, fine by me. Mufti might be your thing, lady, but it sure ain't mine. And then someone else in dorm's like, she means no home clothes for a week. <laughs> Mufti? So amazing. Basically, we've got loads of non-British people who listen to this podcast. Mufti day is when you can wear your own clothes At to school. school. Because traditionally, you would have a school uniform. Yeah. Every day. Exactly. There's a, actually a really funny quote, which I want to mention, which is when Poppy is talking to Matron and thinks she's like the staff, like the cleaner. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, hands off, mama. I said hands off. Abla espanol, pesito italiano. And then she's like, I am squatash. <laughs> so funny. That was amazing. That was yeah. amazing. And then also kind of in, in those first few scenes where Poppy's adjusting, um... 
Yeah, the I think Drippy's talking to Kate and they're just trying to work out whether Poppy's had sex before. Yeah. And um, Kate's like, do you think she's done it? And Drippy's like, she's definitely done the missionary and almost certainly the Lebanese fulcrum, I can tell. <laughs> I was like, what is the Lebanese fulcrum? Did you Google it? I Googled it. Okay. I wish I hadn't. Oh, no. Okay. Essentially, one partner lies face down. Okay. With their backside lifted into the air to form a fulcrum. And the second partner <laughs> balances face down on the first backside whilst doing bits from behind. <laughs> Imagine the first person is the base of a seesaw and the second person is like the plank that's like... Oh, what? Fulcruming uh, on the person's bum. Um, so yeah, I kind of wish I didn't look into that. And also surprised it made Wild Child, which I think was like a PG film. Oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah. Nick Moore. Loves the Lebanese fulcrum. <laughs> Exclusive. <laughs> Sends to TMI. <laughs> TMZ. TMZ. <laughs> oh yeah, but it was TMI. But it too. was TMI. Good save, good save. Also Drippy, just uh, like, uh, she is a fountain of iconic quotes. When they are going into the shop to try and buy <gasps> alcohol. Yes, can we like, can we do the two Should lines? Should we do it back and forth? I think so. Do you want me to be Drippy? You can be Drippy, I'll be Kate. Okay. So Susan, do you like your new office? I don't know what's worse, my job or that husband of mine. Keith from accounts is driving me crazy. He wants that report on his desk by Thursday. <laughs> What's the report about? Uh, business. <laughs> Do you want to buy a carpet tomorrow? <laughs> yes, after I've dropped the kids off at the pool. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, and then she's like, in my saloon car. <laughs> Amazing. This is what she thinks adults have, have conversations about. They do not get the alcohol, but they do get two cream eggs. Yes, and that's another quote. I mean, Josie's kind of the side character, but she has a really great line. Kate, after they get kind of kicked out of the shop, Kate's like, why did you order the cream eggs, idiot? And then Josie comes out with, and why did you only get two, Drippy? Now we've got to quarter them. <laughs> so, We're not thinking about the cream no. But I feel like Josie, she really has some amazing like comebacks to a lot of things because there's that part in the film where they're really upset because they found out that supposedly Poppy mm. has written these awful emails to Ruby in the States because yeah. Harriet hacked her in the ICT room. Yeah. And they realised it wasn't actually Poppy. And Drippy was like, she wouldn't call it a term. She calls it a samosa or something. <laughs> and then Josie's like, semester. <laughs> so so good so good but i think we're in agreement the most iconic quote has to be oh it's when they're playing lacrosse and uh poppy is talking to harriet freddie's watching and poppy goes to harriet "Ooh, do you love fredster do you want to kiss fredster on the lips don't be so immature don't try to hide it, honey. We've got ourselves a Sula. Sweaty upper lip alert. Ah! Sula. Poppy invented Sula. I've used that for my whole life. Haven't you? Well, since 2008. Uh, you know what? No, my rewatching reminded me of it. 
but no, this has passed me by. I think it's a bit different because I've got the the moustache stubble going, but I've never thought of it. A Sula is like a legit issue for some girls. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Alex Pettifer will probably give me a Sula. <laughs> Any phrase that has an acronym is pure gold. So I am so glad to award most iconic quotes to Sula. Woo. Get dabbing, girls. So our final category is can we discuss and there is definitely a few things that we need to touch on for this film oh honey i want to start with in the beginning scene when poppy's hosting this house party because she's so upset that rosemary her dad jerry's new girlfriend is arriving at the house mm-hmm. she kind of signals to everyone to like you know walk to the front of the house because the malibu removal service is arriving and she's like take what you want and it's like why would i want to take anything that's in that van oh a pelvic floor squeezer (laughs) and a gimbal and like pre-used clothes that have been worn by a 50 year old woman yes no yeah and the kids are just kind of just like lifting them out and then like who's actually no one's we don't see anyone taking them and the guys like what are you doing with that yeah the removal men also are like just kind of letting it happen surely they'd be like uh i don't think you should be doing that then like we're gonna get in trouble yeah exactly (laughs) just didn't give a (laughs) yeah exactly She could have just been like, everyone take it outside, throw it in the ocean. Yeah. And then, you know, the dad comes out and goes ballistic and he's like, right, that's it. You're going to boarding school. And she's like, just because mom went to English boarding school and, you know, turned out good doesn't mean I am. And then later in the film, she supposedly has this amazing revelation that her mom went to that exact same boarding school. And I was like, I had no idea my mom went here. Like, why didn't you tell me? I I'm so confused because I thought it was common knowledge that she was going to the same school as the mum. Like, I don't know, the dad and Poppy were talking about it at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily feel like that was such like a (gasps) moment. My parents, and this is probably a very British thing, used to use the boarding school threat on me a lot when I was younger. Like, if you don't behave, you're going to boarding school. Yeah. This is like zero offence to anyone who's been to boarding school. (laughs) But I always used to think that if you went to boarding school, like, your parents didn't love you. What's true? Like, they don't want to see you five days a week. Yeah, they didn't want you around. And they have to be there on the weekends as well. I don't know. And actually, in the lacrosse final, Abbey Mount play a boarding school called Stowe. And my housemate at uni went to Stowe. (gasps) And she loved boarding school, from what I remember. So I feel like people who did go to boarding school were obsessed with it. And it was like, their entire personality yeah like poppy and ruby freak out after going on the school's website this school is literally hogwarts it's beautiful (laughs) they're like oh no daddy's paying to send me to an expensive boarding school School. (laughs) that's the season's board right there (laughs) oh no oh no 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 yeah it's just this incredible boarding school like Excuse me, you get to fly across the country, you like live in this countryside, it's like beautiful, enjoy it. Oh no, it's made of brick. Ah! Now, speaking of like British stuff, I do think we need to talk about the wagon wheel. (gasps) It is an elite biscuit. For people who do not know what a wagon wheel is, it is like a very sugary round biscuit, Mm kind of big. Yeah. It's like 
covered with marshmallow fluff. Yeah. And then it's encased in like a very cheap milk chocolate. Uh, oh, I really want a wagon wheel. Oh, they are amazing. And just like Poppy says, it is, ew, just sugar and carbs. But it's very nice. Worth it. And it was a great day if I had that in my pack lunch. <laughs> that and Sunny D. Do you remember when Sunny D got banned because someone turned yellow? Yellow. But how much were they drinking? <laughs> I wonder how far flung that rumour has spread. DM us if you knew that Sunny D yes. made you yellow. And also, did you hear about the kid who got a pencil <laughs> up their nose and it touched their brain? Like, all these rumours that come from nothing. Or, or the kid that was rocking back in their chair and cracked their head open on the floor because they yes. rocked too hard. <laughs> okay, good one, teachers. <laughs> Sorry, on the subject of food, can we talk about the chip butty that Freddie decides to present to Poppy on their first date in mm-hmm. the pub? Sorry, how are they getting into that pub? I don't know. Was it? It's his looks. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you've got to try the chip butty. And I will admit, I don't think I've had a chip butty before, but I'm pretty sure you don't fold one slice of bread in half to eat mm. it. You would have a normal, like, two bread sandwich and put chips in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like that. Butty. Chip but aren't you supposed to be whining and dining me? Yeah. It's like that. Di- you like... got Abbey Mount money. Yes. <laughs> Convertible money. Like, go to school. Why are you just driving around the girls' grounds? Like... Um, there's something else that um we have to mention. And it's kind of like the lingo that they use in this film. This is what makes it really like resonate. It's not just the iconic outfits, it's not the incredible British selection of music. It is like the words that they use. Yeah. And apparently, like the girls who play Poppy's friends, they rehearsed for this by going to listen in on libraries where girls were studying for the A levels, like the words they would use or something. Um, no way. So just listening out to hear other people's conversations. And- yeah, like picking the words exactly. And the one word I really wanted to discuss was butters. <laughs> Drippy uses this when she's had her eyebrows wax, and she's like, "Oh, that is butters. Better not stop me pulling at the social." <laughs> so funny. So of its time. Also, side note: I thought her eyebrows looked fine. Oh, they're very right. now. Yeah, very. They were dark and thick i think that's what everyone every girl's looking for yeah fine but <laughs> butters and oh pulling at the social so british luckily she did i also love the word heridius who's ruby oh, just some heridius cow i used to know <laughs> like i when i typed it i got the red squiggle under heridius i don't think it's a real word and i'm no. so upset but i will be using it no way harriet has thrown oh she's got her uh most iconic character to th- best supporting character sorry to throw out that like the coffee. coffee water on poppy yeah and she's like oh she's like stuck her middle finger up at her and been like yes i'll show you my whole pass or whatever yeah and then she runs in to try and contact ruby when kate has said oh there's better sick here use my phone call your therapist whatever there's better signal above the cupboard yeah and she FaceTimes Ruby and Ruby serves this really funny quote. Um, you said FaceTime, but it was actually a pre-recorded video message that she just texted oh, yes. to the friend. Like, oh, that is oh, so yeah. 2008. Ruby is with Roddy and she goes, ew, what does she look like? Zero lip gloss. And where's her jumper from? Target. <laughs> She's like, meets Target. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like us when we talk about Primark. When people are like, 
pre-marché. Yeah, and maybe the more recent Mikrowavi from Nigella. Ooh. <laughs> I'm just gonna put my chip buddy in the Mikrowavi. <laughs> oh, I'm now serving this chip bouteille from the Mikrowavi. Price? £1,000. I'll take 10 <laughs> Okay, now it's time for our trivia round. Emily, are you ready? Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong. (laughs) Okay, you go first. All right. What sandwich is Molly making in the opening sequence? (gasps) Oh, it's a PB&J. Who are we? Um, Because she has that line like, who's going to cut the crust? Bitch, you're 12. Cut them yourself. (laughs) Yeah, also, what is wrong with the crust? I never understand that. It's just more food. Eat it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, what does Poppy's lighter say down the side? I love LA. Yes. Who are we? Yeah. And it's so confusing because we never see her smoke. Why does she have a lighter? Yeah, why does she have that? I don't know. Incense? Oh, yeah. Okay. When was Abbey Mount founded? Oh, my God. Uh, 1756. Christy. No, 1797. Oh. Wow, I can't believe I got the century. Yeah. I wouldn't want to stay at that boarding school because it would be haunted. Yes, and fire hazard, as we both well know. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Okay, here's another age one for you. How old was Poppy when her mum died? I want to say she... 11? Yes! Who are we? Was it 11? Her mum died when she was 11! Oh. Oh, that's just sad. It's really sad. Okay. What book does Mrs. Kingsley lend to Poppy? Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Who are we? And apparently there are a few references to Alice in Wonderland in this film. One of them being that in the Alice in Wonderland book, the family who's in it are called the Kingsleys, and that's why she's Mrs. Kingsley. Oh, I like that. Mm. And did you also catch that reference to Freaky Friday? Yes. Which is a was a book at the I, time. So yeah. yeah, so that was fun. I like it. Okay, I've got to finish the quote for you. And oh it's a God. really fun one. I honestly, if you get any of it, I will be you will get okay. a thousand points. Okay. So I'll signal to you when you've got to finish the quote. Okay. Who are we? Abby Mount. Who are we? Abby Mount. What are we? Oh and God. Drippy goes. Oh no, what does Drippy say? <laughs> Wagon wheel obsessed. Jesus <laughs> Christy. You get a half point for that. Okay. She goes, a leading single sex school admitting boarders at age 11. <laughs> yes. Oh, there was no way I was going to get <laughs> What? It's at the lacrosse final and they do the, the New Zealand hacker ceremonial yes. dance, which is so problematic. Like cultural appropriation much. I know. There's lots of like... Ugh cross in like 90s and noughties films there's a lot of like big black exes we've got to like yeah and not only is it cultural appropriation they also incorporated like hip rolls and like kind of like slut drop squats into the dance and i'm like oh that's gonna be so offensive to so many people yeah i know (laughs) um okay so my question what religion is poppy pescatarian (laughs) i don't know jesus christy jeez buddhist 
Oh, yeah. yes. So, and I, so I feel like Poppy is very ahead of her time. She's got like the LED light therapy for her face. Yeah. Yes, we all love that now. Yeah. Um, She's Buddhist. Yeah, she was Lo- ahead of her time. She's ahead of, I love a bit of like A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. So go, girl. <laughs> I'm into it. Great. Okay, that was, I knew that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. When Poppy asks Freddie if he's gay, how does he respond? He says, no, I'm just British. No, I'm just English. Oh, yeah, yeah. no, I'm just English. Got it. <laughs> okay, my final question. Who did Freddie say Harriet looked exactly like, according to Harriet? Who did Freddie say Harriet looked just like, according to Harriet? Yeah. Oh, Kira Knightley in Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> yes. Who are we? Yeah, she wishes. She wishes. Do you know that Kira Knightley went to our college and so did tom holland so sixth form college yeah isha college so i'm just saying legends yes legends were born at isha college (laughs) (gasps) wow yeah but both of them dropped out because they became famous well okay my final question to you who does poppy say that harriet has dressed as for the movie night social so harriet says to poppy what are you doing? This is a themed costume party, not a dwarf prostitute convention. Not okay, but okay. <laughs> well, all right. And then Poppy goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I must say, you look incredible. You make an excellent blank. Shrek. Yes. Who are we? <laughs> you make an excellent Shrek. Oh, <laughs> you're Princess Fiona. It's Shrek. That is oh this film i'm so glad that we've discussed this film and thank you so much to our listeners for suggesting that we review it because so quotable the fashions the music oh everything i feel like i'm reliving my tragic tragic youth oh 100 (laughs) percent If you haven't already, we would love a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our podcast get discovered. So give us a follow wherever you listen to your podcast. We would adore that. And don't forget to check out our Instagram handle at HeyNowHeyNow. We post nostalgic pictures that'll just get you through the week. And if you don't follow the Instagram, you're a biatch. <laughs> anyway, I think it's time for a Malibu moment. <gasps> Who are we? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.